Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Oh my God! <laughs> Crack of dawn on Saturday a Saturday morning. Saturday morning this to talk not, about comedy. This could mm-hmm. not have been done 15 years ago. <laughs> I swear to God, I would it have been. It might like, not be done today. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. I am not here. Uh, it would have been fine if the club owner could have picked me up and been super <laughs> chatty about it, and then taken me to radio. We're at meltdown. We are at 8:45 on a Saturday morning. Empty meltdown. It's empty. I'm in so, my slippers. You are in your slippers. I saw that. I refuse could... to acknowledge that I'm <laughs> functional before 10 a.m. on a Saturday. This outrages me. Do you want to know that this is sort of my fault? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I do like to blame somebody. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know that I cannot do it later today because I am playing Dungeons and Dragons from noon what to six. What the fuck? That's your commitment? That is my commitment. And then the, it's a it's a standing commitment. Every six weeks we play for six hours, six, eight hours. And, we, and you can't reschedule five people. We can reschedule the three of can't us. They, can, let me, I'm just asking... Mm-hmm. Uh, Curiosity for wise. a friend, yes. Can you play for five people for an hour, or do you have to be there the whole time? Oh, um, well, the way we play, you have to be there the whole time. But I, I think like um, Brian Posehn and, mm-hmm. and Dan Telfer and, and Patton play and Blank Patch play like for an hour and a half at a crack, right? But they play every week. It would be yet another weekly scheduling nightmare. This is once every month or every six weeks, right? So. All right. It's good times. Good times. <laughs> yes, it is indeed my fault. But uh, other people had to switch things too, so it's all, yeah. we're all in this together. I get it. So is tonight Patton, we're is pa- Patton's not playing with you today. No, no, right? not no, no. I don't play with those guys. Those oh, okay. guys play by themselves. Those guys have a different game. Yeah, they've never invited me. We never. We didn't talk about last week. Talk about his loss. His wife. I don't. I don't even know how to. I don't want to seem like. Yeah, there's We're no just capital or bringing it up or you know what I mean? It's just oh, such it's, a horrible. It's the worst. Yeah. When and I mean, to, I didn't even want to write anything about it. Yeah. Anything, but there's I, or, a yeah. there's a, an 826. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, there's a donation place because she she was such a great writer and yeah. she supported young writers yeah. and other writers. And so this is a fun to so Michelle McNamara at 826.org. I think it is. Right. Yeah. And if you put those four words together, you yeah. will find the fun that you can donate. Um, in memoriam of Michelle McNamara. Yeah. So um, it's uh, hilarious, smart. It's it's just like such a, a shocking and uh, we we all yeah. would have been best friends. I met yeah. her for probably right. a total of like five hours. But yeah. if you just sarcastically compassionate, <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I actually reposted the dork for us that she was on just because every year they won top. Top five. Oh wow! Fan favorites. Oh cool! Every year. Wow! Completely insane. It was her and Proops. Wow! <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, so great. Anyway, so but tonight we're this is going to come out after, but we're doing one of those powerhouse uh, improv shows again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, me, Kilgariff, uh, Kilgariff, Bamford, Bamford, and Guy Branham, and Guy Branham. Laura Which? House said, "I'm being played by Guy Branham." <laughs> the part of Laura House will be played by Guy Branham. And, uh, yeah, I'm psyched. And if you don't know any of those people, Google them and find them and, and fall in love. Um, so, 
What do you want to? I don't know. What do you want to jump into? Well, you, when you said this? Guy Branham, that then then that remi- you you it makes, you brought a list. I did bring a list because I've been doing a lot of sets around town, right? And so there's been a lot of chatter, right? This is not out yet. Of but the, guess who did not sign a non-disclosure agreement? Justification. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> random comics over the last week have told me in different venues. Yeah, and I've compiled a list from all of those different, right? Um, from all of those different rando comics um, of the new half hours coming out of uh, Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is all of them. Yeah, but it seems to be a nice mix of of uh, races. Yeah, uh, doesn't look like there's anybody who's gay or anything. Which Guy Branham is the reason. Like even a freak show vote, you fucking book Guy Branham. Uh, but you yeah, book Guy Branham. Comic. You book Guy Branham because yeah. he's Guy Branham. But yeah. if you have to find a freak show and reason, he crushes. He, he crushes. Every you're time guar- you're guaranteed a crusher. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like when I when I get work because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if that's why you care. had to book me, yeah. then I get stage time. Yeah, but you should have just booked me. Yeah, is I'll and, take the job anyway, but right. and I'll show you <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, yeah. Well, I just I like there's a part of me that's constantly jealous, right? <laughs> I do not like to give that part of me any oxygen. Right. I don't like to read Deadline or uh, like all the stuff I should know that's happening in the industry. Oh I don't want to know because you get there's this of... raging animal inside me that that's like, why not is jealous. Exactly. Yeah. It should be named Why Not Me. <laughs> why? Oh, you know what? All of them should. Maybe they change the name of the reporter or Deadline or, or the one <laughs> Vulture. It would be Vulture in my case. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, but, but it's cool. It's great. It's exciting. It is great. And And I have to tell you, I was, uh, I was a little bit where you were, where I was like, who are, I don't even know these people. Who are these people? I don't know some of them. I don't know some of these, I don't know a lot of these people. It's weird when they, yeah, it's like, how dare you become a good comic without alerting me first? (laughs) You should send me, send me a heads up when you're five years in and let me know you're on the way up, please. This is an outrageous way to find out about you. (laughs) <laughs> what I, but so what I did, and I and I put this on our list, is yeah. uh, uh, I went and looked at all of them. Damn. I went and watched all of them. You are like, a psychopath. Well, I just know I, well, I was like, well, No, you are. Why? Way? That you went, you went and looked at every single There's YouTube clip like for every There's only like 10 of them. There's 10? You looked at 10, 10 comics? I did. Well, I, Ryan Stout had me on his podcast, and I had to come up with eight clips of eight different comics and give him time code so he could listen to the bit. It was so Jesus much, was so much was homework. He, does he tape that once a year? Who the fuck does all that? <laughs> well, it turns out it was me and him. Uh, and then they had like three or four other guests, and it didn't quite work because comics don't want to do a lot of oh homework because we like to fly by the seat. Especially on other comics. Right. You know? Because we Get- we all have all these mixed feelings all the time, <laughs> unless you're unless you're a pure asshole, then get away from me. Yeah, I mean not. I mean yeah. pure as in you're just a generous person. I don't need to be around you. I like knowing that other people are <laughs> as quick to be jealous and angry as I am. Well, I am not. <laughs> I am so sorry. I it's not that I I am not I get jealous. I get angry, right. and that's what I was going to say about this list. Is that's why because I don't want to be jealous and angry. Neither do I. It's right, which useless. is why it's uh, waste of space. It's gross, especially when <laughs> we're gross. we're doing okay. It's disgusting for yeah. us to be jealous. Yeah, there's of anybody. no reason yes. in God's baby green earth. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, we're just Americans. Like we're we're not in Syria. Like there's right. no 90- fucking reason to be jealous of anything. Of anything. 
Yeah, as I drank my cup of coffee that you bought for me. So I even have a free cup of coffee. So not only is my life amazing, I'm sitting on a free cup of coffee. You're wearing, you guys. You're, you're drinking black coffee. I am and, drinking. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why I started with wearing, but I guess I'm assuming you're going to dribble on yourself. <laughs> uh, good guess. But I will say this about what I will but say I, about but, all of these people yeah. before we go uh, okay. move on is that uh, I was irritatingly pleasantly surprised. I was like, every single one of them are hilarious. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Some of them are a little darker or or not my kind of comedy, but yeah. I was like, but they're good at it. Yeah. These are all comics. Do we want to even talk about them or, or later? I don't know. I don't, uh, well, I, I can't contribute like, to too many well, okay, of them well, I don't know all it's, of them. What, what, like Aparna, I know. She's great. Aparna is, yeah, the women that I, I know. I didn't know to say out. Aparna. I knew to- <laughs> I knew her well enough to say Aparna instead of Aparna. Is her wait? Is it pr- supposed to be pronounced Aparna? No, I think you just said it right, and I just said it wrong. <laughs> As I, I said, oh, I know Aparna. Well, <laughs> actually, you probably don't then because it's Aparna. Okay. Uh, who knows if she's been ethning it up or? Uh, but it's uh, Aparna Nancherla, who we've mentioned yeah. before. Jacqueline Novak, who I don't know. Yeah, she's but funny. I've met her. Yes, uh, Naomi uh, Ekberrigan, who I've never met. It's sort of. Uh, it, Kyle was saying that it's like half New York and half LA. LA yeah. Yeah. And then Emily Heller. Ah, love Emily. And, She's right. the best. So those are the four women. Yeah. And then there seems to be uh, some gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys. And some of them, you know, are just. Just you know, th- I mean, there are funny white comics, male comics, and so they you, do. You don't know how it hurt her face I, to say that she it contorted. I, I don't a vein mean to, popped out of her her temple. I don't mean to make a sweeping statement, you guys, but uh, white some white guys are funny. I know a lot of people don't think they're funny. Who said that? Somebody said that. But the my the my big shocker that I had never seen before is a guy named Ali Sadiq. Uh huh. S a d d i q. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he the clip I saw he was in prison, and he, he got was, a, he was uh, working a prison. No, he had when he told a bit about oh, okay. his bit about getting out of prison. Yeah, and how sad everyone. You was. already have me out of. He told yeah. his bit out of about getting out of prison. 1997. I'm, I'm in. He was he gets out of prison, and he's like no one no one was sadder. Uh, people cried when I left prison. No one has ever been so sad when someone left prison. The other prisoners the other or prisoners, his family that he no, was coming home to? No, the other prisoners. It seemed like the or the guards. Or the comics he was taking gigs away from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Oh, no. There goes my oh, no. spot. Oh, he's going to be – he's going to start working the <laughs> he's road gonna again. He's going to start sending avails. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get him back in prison. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I recommend seeing because that, that bit of – that prison bit was, uh, I don't know. Cool. It was amazing. So, yes, I am drinking black coffee. We could talk about that if you want. So I went to Elderberries, which is right next door. They were open this morning. Okay. And uh, so I get you black, and then I hold up what I, – I just hold up some goo. I, I held it up to the lady behind it, and she said – she said I, I think I had a look on my face like, is this snot? <laughs> and she said it's pumpkin uh, berry. It, it, it's something that didn't sound real. It's it like it. it like it's an some, LA creation of health. Yes. Like how did you get milk out of a seed? But I didn't ask, <laughs> and I just poured it on my coffee and crossed my fingers. What is it? Is it sweet? Is it supposedly a sugar? I can't, I can't tell a difference. Oh, fair enough. So it tastes black anyway. Yeah. It, no, it, it tastes tampered with, which is what I like. <laughs> I don't like black coffee. I need right. I need, um. 
I need a little goo to go of along some with sort that of caffeine. Goo. Yeah. I like, uh, so I went to the nutritionist and she's like, you can't have any dairy. And I was like, why are you trying coffee. to, oh, sorry. Are you trying to find something out? Uh, to quote Albert Brooks, I'm basically a solid. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I had all these blood tests yeah. and it turns out I'm a disaster. Oh. And uh, so, but I'm a caricature of a disaster, yeah. right? So it's nothing, it's just an American disaster. Right. Welcome to the world of your thyroid, your immune system, and uh, your cholesterol. And then I have vitamin D issues. But I guess everyone has those. Yeah. Uh, possibly I've never had them because I've never checked on them. Right. Uh, so uh, and so I went to a nutritionist. So wait, and, did you find this out at a regular physical? No, I or went, you went to or I, you went to I, a I went kooky to, physical. I went to a nutritionist who's okay. a doctor of nutrition or right. whatever. And she gave me this because I have a Kaiser. Yeah. And so I've never used it because I assume they don't want me there. <laughs> Um, they, so they will I, give you free MRSA. They will. What's MRSA? It's this. Um, it's this uh, infection that uh, get a oh, lot of Jesus. people um, get while they're in the hospital for something else because like, it oh, exists so in much, hospitals. And so many sick people. one of my old swim coaches was killed from a MRSA infection when she went in for something else. For Kaiser. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, then I'm. I mean, essentially, I'm just lighting three hundred dollars on fire every month, and then if something catastrophic happens, the people at Kaiser will cut it out. I assume, or cut it I off, hope. or yeah, or nuke it. Listen, um, let's work this nutrition thing hard. Exactly. That's what that's I my said. solution. My solution. She said she was so funny because she's like, you have a Hamaguchi or Yamagachi, which I think is a toy that you play with. Uh, it's 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 a real thing. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a real thing. I, can't I think remember. I drive one. <laughs> And uh, and she said, "What they'll do at Kaiser is they'll they'll give you uh, supplements to replace what your thyroid isn't producing, and then they'll give you uh, something else to uh, attack your um, uh, the bad part of your system that okay. your immune system isn't attacking." And I was like, "Well, how can we not do that?" And she said, "Or we could just uh, do a bunch of nutritional supplements." And Andy. He doesn't like hippie doctors at all. Right. And he's like, tell me this is a Western doctor. And I said, well, look at this. It looks like it came right from Monsanto. Is that <laughs> something for you? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it is. And so I'm taking a bunch of bullshit from a bunch of powders and pills. And, and what, what led you to this? Are, did you, were you feeling sluggish or something? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I was just, you know, I had middle-aged lady time. Yeah. And, uh, and I also am exhausted all the time and irritable. And so I was like. That's what I love about you. <laughs> Please don't get rest. Don't get any rest. We love the irritable. The irritable Jackie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, so yeah, so we're going to do two weeks. So two weeks I can't have, he was like, we're, uh, she said, it's going to be the basics. You are, know, you, are you no on grains. the road for any of this? Yeah. That's yeah. hard to do on the road is to make a dietary yeah, change. Yeah, I'm doing a private in Moline, Illinois this Wednesday. Wow. This, and then I'm doing um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in, um, or wait, Thursday in Moline and Friday, Saturday in Vermont. Cool. Burlington, Vermont. Wait, yeah. that's some weird routing. Well, the private I got the private first. Yeah. And then uh which means I have I I'm I am essentially a child of the inner city because I have one decent corporate outfit. Yeah. Welcome to a pair of black pants and a black shirt. Works <laughs> that, for me. That I wear every time I do any sort of corporate, which I haven't done in ages. Who's so the terrified. audience? What's the audience? Four hundred ladies. Oh. Hopefully it should That'll um, be cool. Erin Foley got it for me. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so I think um, she said that they're super nice. Yeah. And they don't expect comedy. And I'm like, well, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> that sounds genuinely No, terrifying. that means you can work out some new shit. That's what it sounds <laughs> like to me. Well, I guess they used to just have speakers. 
and Aaron oh, was the and first. Humorous. Yeah, oh and my humorous. god, the worst, <laughs> the worst. Which is when I when I sent them my my contract. Uh, in my contract, it says in large print, uh, no podiums. Oh my god! Have yeah, you ever yeah, tried yeah. to do stand up at a podium? Yeah, it's, it's awful. It's undoable. <laughs> it's undoable. Yeah, the bendy, the bendy microphone it, that just comes out yeah. of plywood. Yeah, and and you know, uh, a comic, you're making, you're basically making fun of podium culture. You're making fun of all that. So you, to actually be behind it while you're podium culture. <laughs> Can we call the show that? Okay, so uh, so that, so you have the sweet. I'm assuming sweet paying yep. col- uh, uh, corporate, and yep. then you have probably a $150 one night or the next <laughs> night. <laughs> no, because here's here's the, uh, remember I was telling you that um, Maria's uh, PA guy yeah. was finding, was going to find me some stuff. He oh, found me cool. this and so it pays decent. It pays fair. Nice. It's like two grand for the weekend. Wow. Right. Real, that's so fair. So he hooked up the whole weekend? No. Well, the, the Vermont thing. Yes. Oh, the Vermont thing. But not the Moline thing. Oh, neat. So he doesn't get any of the Moline thing. He doesn't get any of that. No. So who's, what, what, there's a one night or a Moline that you yeah, tied the, to it? Yeah, that's the private. Oh, but you, you said one, you said a private in Moline, then the next night, and then two nights. Well, in... I'm flying in a night early to Moline. Sorry. Oh, I see. I, I, well, yeah, it un... gives you a full day in Moline. Well, of, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> of course, a full Say day no more. in Moline. And uh, but what my but what I reason I I bring that up for there's no reason why I bring anything up. But uh, the, remember we you know we I love to Akbar? hear about gigs like normal comics right, do. Right. Remember Please. we were remember at Akbar? Yeah. When uh, the comic who can remain nameless said yeah. to us. Hey, do you who books your road stuff? And we laughed and laughed and laughed. I know. <laughs> and she's a very, very beautiful, very young, successful, successful, and comic. has someone booking her road stuff. And has someone booking her road stuff. And she's I, like, I, I love it when other comics assume. Other comics have what I consider the sweet, the sweet life, and they assume everyone else does too. Which is what, so. Who gets you on podcasts? <laughs> Mm. Wow, nobody. No, I don't think anybody's. Uh, I, I I do think it's sweet when somebody has someone to book their podcast for them. Oh like, my god! It's, uh, that's oh like, yeah, that like oh, an yeah, intern. Yeah. Yes, an, a sadly unpaid intern. You could. I could get that for the dork for us. You feel but too I, guilty. I do. Yeah. I do. There's Others not don't. Enough, there's not enough free T-shirts and and cashews and dark chocolate to hey, make it out worth anyone's One more while. week without dairy in your coffee, and you'll be ruthless enough to <laughs> make someone work for free. All oh, these first three days are going to be grim. When she said that I could have caffeine, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah. She was like, "Yeah, what the heck? Let's try it." And oh, when she said coconut milk, but no, but not. She's like, "And don't just drink coconut milk, but you can use it in your in your coffee." So I bought coconut milk. Yeah, it's foul. It's the worst. I I don't want any like, part of it. I don't like coconut. I'm not a huge fan. Do you remember It's a Wonderful Life? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, remember that what's her face said that she didn't like coconut, and 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 young George Bailey was like, "Hey, stupid! You know where coconuts come from?" And he pulls out his magazine and tells her because he's in the National Explorer League. <laughs> anyway, it's a reference to okay. a movie that isn't seasonal. So back to someone more successful than us asking about her booking right. agents. Right. So here's what happened. So you had to go do another set. Yeah. How was it? Um, you did Akbar and then you went. Oh yeah, it was fun. I did. Uh, I was at the Improv. Uh, Ally McLean had a mm. had a really cool show and uh, lab or regular, regular. Nice. The, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was Good. fun. Yeah. And then, um, so I walked with this other comic, and I said, and she was like, "Well, who books your road?" And I said, "I book my road stuff. I, you know, I have about thirty five. I mean, I could work all the time if I wanted to at this point, which is a blessing and a curse, mm-hmm. and just because I'm exhausted. But yeah. the um." And she was like, well, how do you find out? And I was like, what? well, you are in a sweet, sweet age <laughs> oh of the God. internet. Well, there's no way for her to know, right? I mean, you can't know until you know, right? 
Right. No, no, no. I know. I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, because it's, it's just hilarious. funny to me. <laughs> yeah. After a lifetime of faxing avails and then emailing avails. <laughs> mailing off your VHS mailing, test. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's okay. But you know, and calling. Every, see, back yeah. in the back in the nineties and the eighties, you guys, you would call the club owner and then they could ignore you for months. Uh, and now you could just email and get that ignoring instantaneously. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And <laughs> <laughs> but so I what I did was, you know, I I did a uh, like a very weird how to book shitty one nighter seminar. Yeah. That? Yeah, in Atlanta, right? Yeah. I did one in Atlanta, one in Boston, one in it's usually I charge the comics like five or ten dollars. Yeah. Because I have to copy all these pieces of paper that I give them. And uh, what do you go to Kinko's? You don't have a printer at the Cation residence? Not if there's 30 or 50 people in there. Because right, there's gotcha. usually, you know how many comics there are? Huh. Wannabes? A oh, lot. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh in every god. city in America. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So um, but the I did it first time at the Women in Comedy Festival. And so what I do is I I, I hand out a sample template of a cover letter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was talking to uh, this woman, and I said, well, you send out, you know, with a basic cover letter. And she's like, all right, cover letter. And I was like, yeah, like a job, like a regular job. (laughs) And you keep it short and succinct. And so I sent her that, and I said, what I have is is, is what what, in the packet of the How to Book Shitty One-Nighters Seminar, $5, you guys, uh, it is bullet points of how to do the road. Yeah. And because we know how to do the road because of 1,000 million shitty one-nighters yeah. and then weekend rooms and then B clubs and then A clubs. and. By, by the way, I think it's like every comic will need to know this on the downside. Like I, I think there's, you know – there's people that are on the upside now and some yeah. will stay there, you yeah. know, and others will not. Right. And then you're going to have to know how to book your own shit. And oh, right. It, yeah. 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 Well, and then there's this awesome thing. I was just talking to um, somebody else and she's got a spreadsheet of those cool one nighters that cool kid comics do. She's mm. got a, like, like uh, James Adomian and yeah. Kyle and uh, Sean Patton yeah. and Ian Abramson. Yeah. And there's all this stuff all over the South. And uh, yeah. those guys, uh, all the comics in the South have sort of banded together. Oh, neat. And, and done the anti-James Gregory tour. <laughs> Who's James Gregory? He was one of those guys. You know those guys? I-, I think this still exists, but not as much. There were comics <laughs> that only worked the South. Yeah. And they... All the you like, I would work with them, and I'd be like, I don't know what this person is saying, and they're American. Like you can't. The accent is so thick. The real country. James right. Gregory was a guy who was famous for uh, just merch. He made so much on merch afterwards, really? and he would do. From what I heard, he would do like the same material every time, and people came back for the same material. Oh, like a band? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. So, so, uh, you know, and then some. You know, every once in a while, you have a, a Foxworthy that would break out of it. Yeah. That would take that and make it mainstream. Yeah. Or you know, like Tim Wilson, who would just who would be able to work everywhere. But Tim Wilson in the South. Yeah. Holy shit, that guy. I think I met a, a guy, monster. Todd Yan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I a think guitar guy. He was a um. He was a, a Bob and Tom guy for a long time. Sure. A, and uh, I think uh, yeah, there's that separate Bob and Tom circuit where oh, right. That's the separate. people that like frequently appear on Bob and Tom would be able to sell out uh, venues in a Bob and Tom city. But only Rontowski, I think, was the only woman who ever got on that tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is Rontowski. That's because Karen Rontowski can work anywhere. Yes, she can. She did a series of uh, old people homes in Florida for four months. Oh, my God. Or three months or something like that. She tried to just test yourself, too. (laughs) You know? Well, she paid off her credit cards. Oh, my God. Really? (laughs) Wow. But I would get like these text messages or calls from her. She's like, (laughs) I've literally bought a joke book. 
is what she said a month and a half into it. She said, I am going to be doing joke jokes. Oh, because... my God. That's great. And she's there. They always say to me, you're not speaking loud enough and enunciate. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I she hear was doing that old every people. day at my house. Old... <laughs> right. How's your mom? Fine. Um... <laughs> You know, my theory, though, is we comics should all pool together. We should all we all should submit our dumbest joke to what we call a cruise act. Okay, And then everyone who submits a joke gets to use that hour of material when they work a cruise. Oh, that's right. You and have, we, yeah. yeah, because the audience don't care. There's Remember no reason you book? should waste all your good shit. Remember that weird book that came out in the 90s no. uh, where uh, this woman stole everybody's act? Really? Yeah, and Who? credited everyone. Oh, really? Yeah. And then <laughs> Kathleen Madigan and Jay Leno Suter did a group no. s- group sue, and they got all this money. Oh, she did a joke book. A joke book where she quoted everybody's was it Judy act. Carter? It wasn't Judy Carter. I thought it was for a second, but it wasn't. Uh-huh. Judy Carter has ad- – she has advice. What yeah. do you think about advice? Does it cost more than your $5 advice? Uh, advice always costs more than my $5 <laughs> advice. And my $5 <laughs> advice, I start out all of those things going, there are a million ways to do this career. Yeah. These are the ways that I have done it. Feel free to take them. Feel free to not take them. Yeah. Uh, and feel free to make fun of them. I don't care. Uh, but, you, <laughs> I mean, these are these are possible ways. Yeah. Work off of it. Because – the the cover letter I sent I gave I, I sent email to this woman who has the PA agent. By the way, I asked her, well, how many works how many weeks of work is uh, your PA agent getting you? And she said, it isn't enough. It's like twelve fourteen. That's not like, a lot. It isn't a lot, but she has a full time career here in Los Angeles. That's, so that's as many as she needs. Oh, and they're they're pretty and good. They must be high paying because well, why would a person want ten nice percent of that? A and B clubs too. Wow, I think like hyenas or I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, perfectly good weekend rooms yeah. that I can't get. And she started naming clubs, and I was like, I can't get into those rooms. Really? Yeah, I've never been able to get into the loonies or the loonies approached me, but they only had a nickel, and I was like, I can't go to Oklahoma <sighs> City for a nickel. Right? Not unless you're a hipster with a beard. That's like, hey, we're gonna take you out for barbecue before. Or it'll be just it'll be this like I'm doing Fort Worth next month. Yeah, that Baron Vaughn got me in, and it's it doesn't pay very well. But I'm gonna go and I'm gonna hang out with these people, is, and it's gonna be local comics. Is it for Fort Worth at like a, a at cool one nighter or it's is a it, cool little theater? It's right, like a right, right. Black right. box theater, but it's two nights. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna do a live dork for us, but I have to call that guy because I can't remember. And uh, but yeah, but well, the, this I mean, podcast can be just notes to self. So please, please remind someone, yourself. Jackie, Jackie Cation, if you guys <laughs> do interrupt a story by just reminding yourself. <laughs> right. So, but okay. So the, the cover letter is just the cover letter. Hi, mm-hmm. keep it short. Uh, these are my credits, a link to an actual video. Don't send them a That's video. It's a cover email. It's a cover email. Yeah. 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 And then on the bottom, I did a sample. Yeah. Of a bad email that I got from a booker who invoked my name, who the co- the comic had invoked my name. Oh, okay. And uh, it's this guy who invoked. Books. That sounds, uh, it sounds heretical. Uh, I had to pause for a second to think it if that was the right word, by the it, way. Oh, it was uh, It was a bit of heresy because I hadn't told him he could. And you got to get, you at least have oh, to tell yeah. people. Oh, get permission. Yeah. yeah. Just say, hey, by the way. Um, someone so recommended me. So it's so a recommended me. First of all, that rarely works, but it it does give you some credit. Yeah. But make sure that they've you've told the person. Yeah. Because they may call and ask, and that's exactly what happened. It's this gig in in Tokyo, and this guy emailed me back, and he's like, 
do you know this guy? Because this is the worst letter email I've ever gotten in my life. And I redacted his name and 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 he did. But it was all, hey, man, uh, my buddy is coming to do your gig in the foreign lands. And you're like, are you kidding me? I'd love to get the 411 on that. He said 411 like he was 100. Oh, my God. And this happened two years ago. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. This is not anybody I actually uh, would recommend. Right. But he, I'm sure he would do a perfectly. By the way, the whole time you've been saying that. this, I've been like, "Who books Tokyo?" I know. I've I know. not been paying attention. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I'm only thinking about Who doing a gig Tokyo? in Tokyo. Continue. Uh, do you want to? Okay. Do you want to recommend your the comic of the week? Oh yes. Okay. So this this is how this reminded me of this comic. So Margaret Cho posted on Facebook. She just posted a thing about Scott Silverman, who's a San Francisco comic. I've known him forever. Um, he he's gay, and he was out very early on. You know, I, I oh, mean, in stand up. Yes, in stand up, immediately. You yeah. Know? Well, he's, that's awesome. he's never. He's not somebody who would you know quote pass for straight. Okay. So, uh, and she's just talking about how you know we we take for granted how um, much again as a straight woman. I'm I'm not saying it's easy to be gay in comedy, but it's how much easier it is now. You know, oh, to come out. Yes, to and be, those just, pioneers. Just to say, yes, you're gay, and you, you still you could still work a lot of rooms. You know, yeah. most rooms. Yeah, there's probably some shitty rooms that you know. are shitty. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, or they'll only have you on. You know, even though uh, I know that Rainbow you'll want Night to. or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, Scott out very early. So is Scott Capro, another San Francisco comic, out very early, and they worked they worked locally a lot, and they worked you know uh, internationally. Scott Capro worked internationally, but anyway, that reminded me. Of uh, a woman named Marga Gomez. Marga Gomez. Who, uh, when I started, she was already, she'd already been doing comedy a while. I think she started, you know, in the mid 80s, early 80s, you know, around the time Robin Williams, like oh, yeah. early, early. And she was out immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was harder for gay women to be out and get work than for gay men because okay. gay men maybe fit into a stereotype Something. that was easier to sell than gay women did. Uh. Um, and I remember like watching her when I was first starting and going, wow, she doesn't care what guys think of her. <laughs> like, I thought that was such a freedom. Cause I, I, even then I could feel it. Did like it make you want to be I, gay? No, but it made me wish I didn't give a shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it, and you can't fake that you, if you're not trying to be attractive to men, you can't pretend you're you can't fake it. You just aren't. <laughs> right. You don't give a fuck. If you're trying not to be attractive to anything, you it's just part of you. And I, I remember feeling very early on like I am just laden with all this shit that I wish I could cast off of me. And I don't even know if I still have. Like baggage? Of, yes. Of, of just of, – Of what you want to be? What I've been told, you know, is this – Is this enough Is this feminine? Am okay. I feminine enough? Am I turning off the men? And and just watching Marga going, she, you know, and not that she was feminine or unfeminine. She was just herself, but she clearly didn't care if right. guys wanted to fuck her after the show. Right. And even though that I, I didn't want to get fucked after the show, part of me was like, I, I hope these guys like me. Like I cared more about what the male audience members thought than the female audience members, hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I just, I remember wishing I had that, that and it's carefreeness, just a great, yeah. you know, that she had. Or you know, at she, least it looked like she didn't care and it seemed, yeah, who and knows? It, and it came you out, know, right? People, everyone has their own dramas inside, yeah. but what it looked like on stage is that she didn't, she, you know, she just didn't give a shit about that. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I think back then too, she, 
you know, mostly worked the Bay Area. It was hard to leave the Bay Area just because it, as a, it was as hard a gay for woman? Yeah. straight female comics to get work. And I think that, you know, being gay made it much harder to to get out of town and just do regular road work, you know. Yeah. But she kept persevering. And she's, you know, done a lot of one-woman shows over the years and stuff. And I don't know, she's cool. just somebody to, like, we were, look, we were look, you know, Googling her. Oh, right. And um, here's the thing. Because I had never heard of her, so I, so I YouTube Googled, Googled her. Yes. And it popped up. A set from 1989. First of all, we all have sets from 1989 that we don't want seen. Oh, my God. And that wouldn't be the first set of Marga's I would watch. Because (laughs) in 1989, we're all, it means a lot of comedy, a lot of, doesn't age well because references are old or or topics become, you know, done in a way. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been covered. Yes. And and you're like, well, that's been covered. And you're like, well, it it had not been covered. But in 89, it hadn't been covered. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she has a lot more recent stuff there, too. So check check that out. Try to go into the 2010s and above, please. Yeah. And uh, Margaret Gomez. It's hard to... When you think of like your old shit out there and, yeah. and it felt so daring at the time and so revolutionary <laughs> at the time. And maybe it was, you know, and now it's like, yeah, it's just dated. I, I, and I put embarrassing. out a, <clears throat> I saw somebody brought up. I was on comedy on the road in 94. I was on it, too. Gary, Bynum. I think I brought it up. Might have been because yeah. we've, we've, um, it doesn't air anymore. Thank right. you. God, I put mine up on Vimeo. Do you have it? Yeah, as a, as a do you have it on three quarter inch? How did you? What? 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 Whoa, what you calm down, lady. Do you have it on mini disc? How did you? On Vim, did, I put it up on Vimeo because YouTube what, takes shit down. Where did you have that hard copy? I had a VHS copy. Okay, that you did. I think we all do. But yes. I didn't have a VHS copy. They of didn't it. give you one. They either didn't give me one or I threw it out. Um, wow, because. Um, I wasn't psyched about that set. <laughs> Feel free to look for it and find out why. Uh, I think I've explained why in the past. Well, where did you where'd you tape it? Nashville Zanies. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But um I was gonna say, I have that same I wonder if everybody has that where they're paying attention to a part of the audience when you're doing a certain bit that you shouldn't care. Like yeah. you should care if everyone likes it, but you're like, I wonder if that biker dude likes my joke about uh, mullets. You know, I hope that guy likes. Well, in a way, you do want to connect with the audience, right? And right. I, I like, I remember when I was doing a triple, one of my earlier triple runs. I'm up on stage in at the Copper King in Butte, Montana. And uh, it's they're miners. Like yeah. this is, you know, I don't know if they're still miners there. There probably are. They're frackers or something now. Right. But these are miners and their descendants. They've been in Montana yeah. for like 50, 100 years. Yep. You know, it's it's people who live a certain way and <laughs> think a certain way. And even though they're white, that's and they get cable. Very. That's about where where it stops. What we have in common, you know, <laughs> is is our our race. OK. And because I'm just dumb, dumb from the suburbs in the Bay Area, you right. know, and I remember just going, oh, my God, like, how am I going to how do I get these people and have how satisfying it was when I could find the right dick joke that would <laughs> that is, resonate that is, with minors. The, the greatest thing about dicks is that you have <laughs> to, it's universal. all about set, and their universal and satisfaction is very important <laughs> for everyone involved. Dick jokes are universal. They are universal. You can't, you can't, you can't be too snobby towards them. They work across cultures. <laughs> no, but, but when I went to moved to New York, completely different audience. You know, I sometimes I, I get nervous in New York, New Yorkers, mm-hmm. uh, tourists yep. and just the the city people right. are very different from suburban audiences. Right. You know, that co- that club up in the Upper West Side uh, stand up New York. Probably. Yeah. It's either it's on 78th and Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. So I always stay on the Upper West Side with my friend mm-hmm. and um, 
almost everybody in that club is from the Upper West Side. I know. Because it's, nobody leaves know, their they neighborhood. Don't need, yeah. Well, if you live on the Upper West Side, you wouldn't want to leave. Why ever. would you? Because it's just awesome. Well, it's super You're warm. on the, yeah, it's like, it's hippie rich people. The East Side is like Republican rich people oh, and it? like old money. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's Jackie Onassis. Oh, wow. Half in New York City. And okay. then. Uh, West, the side West Side is, is it's Seinfeld, but you know. The, oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it's definitely still fantastically for... wealthy, but more liberal. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, all right. But that's a great room, Stand Up New York. I love that room. I had a really good time. I yeah, I'm jonesing to get back, but uh... yeah, they renovated it, and uh, but they kept. I think I said this last time. They kept the bar, the old bar, and I remember you know the that old wood bar. It's got scratches all over yeah. and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I just had like this flashback of sitting with. Um, the now uh, passed away, the now deceased Todd Lynn and talking about kids and oh, wow. his diabetes was getting worse and he was having trouble seeing and he was still emceeing. Oof. He was hosting and he had a hard time seeing. And oh, I'm like, Christ, fuck, comedy is fucking cruel, man. Uh, or the only thing that or was the left. Best. Right, yes, the only yes, thing yes. That was and left. it's, yes, it ends up being the, you know, the, it's the, the, thing, the last thing to give you pleasure. Think about Rickles, he's still going up and you're like, dude, you can't even stand. I know. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It's, uh, what? Oh, oh, somebody else, another young comic, uh, LA comic. Um, I mentioned triple run yeah. and s- guy said, what is, what does that mean? Triple run. And I was like, it means so many Dave. things. It does. But I was like, he was it like, means everything. It's Dave right? Tribble. And yes. he was like, wait, there's a guy. So yeah. he didn't know that there was a, there's that, a guy that named, it was Dave, named Dave Tribble. That it wasn't that they're named after. It's yeah. like a Yoder run or yeah. a Hanson run back in the day. And um, well, Tribble just became the the guy. The he. It's he, also the Kleenex of shitty one. Yes, exactly. Runs. It's a universal name for one nighters that like you'll start out with five and they 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 cross three or four states. Yes. Right. And it's a two. It starts. You start out. You book it two months in advance. It's a Tuesday through Saturday. Starts <laughs> in Idaho. Goes goes uh, to Washington, then to Oregon, then to Montana. So you end in Montana. Some it's always something like that where you end the furthest place away from home, <laughs> and then Sunday morning you have a twenty nine hour drive back home. <laughs> but then you get a you know a, a, an email like the week before. Oh, the Wednesday fell out. So, right. <laughs> so now you got to no. put yourself up in. You can either stay over in Idaho an extra day or go to Oregon a day early. But, you know, you figure yeah. out which Motel 6 is cheaper. And then that's where right. you stay the extra night. Exactly. The worst. Um. So, OK. So uh, I, I, I wanted to have this problem solved or this problem solved. This joke figured out before I came here today. But I didn't because I only had one extra set. So okay. on the Tuesday, I did that set at with you at Akbar, then I went to yeah. the improv and I did these two chunks that I've been sort of working back to back. I mm-hmm. think I did them at yeah. there. So the first, the first, uh, I, 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 there was a new joke I did at Akbar that worked surprisingly well. And I was so startled. I couldn't remember anything else. <laughs> um, so I had to run and get my notes. Uh, yeah. so then I'm like, Oh, maybe that's a, that's a good kickoff for this chunk, you know, if that works. So I've only tried it two more times since. But so I can't I can't say yes, I I found another building block. But I, I'm right. like, I think like tonight's show that was we have the, the kids improv, stuff or was it the it was the uh, them white people versus Mexican people responding to my son's photograph. Oh, that's they, right. Yeah. Oh, that one. Or that Hispanic. One. People. Oh, by the way, uh, I did the tantric sex bit the other night. Yeah. And two comics came up to me and they said, as soon as you started it, I was like, is this the bit they've been talking about for <laughs> two months? Hey, no pressure on that joke now. <laughs> no shit. 
But um, so okay, so so I'm that 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 chunk ends with the um uh me uh trying to teach my son to be bilingual. Right. Okay. So so I so now so, so the photograph thing goes into the so yeah. So this is like a new set of jokes about the same topic, which is my son is half Mexican, right? right? And I think the first the first set of jokes I had like that, like I, I did it on a CD, did it on Conan and I consider it like, you know, done. And I only drag them out if I need to kill time. Right. Um, but, uh, but some, like there's a couple of them I look at and I'm like, all right, that's sort of like level one. I have a son whose race is different or whose ethnicity is different from mine, you know, sort of, uh, yeah. low hanging fruit from the stereotype tree. Right. <laughs> so, and now I'm like, well, I want it to be much more from my perspective as a white mother, you know, oh, and, right. and not necessarily, you know, w- w- I, you know, I've just grown as a writer. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I'm aiming for. So I've, so now I have a couple, like one or two, two and a half jokes that lead up to this thing. So I'm like, oh, this is like a, turning into a nice round, you know, yeah, like four, a full... four minute thing, yeah. you know, which a is nice, chunk. Yeah. which might be a TV set. Oh, that's and awesome. then, so I'm like, okay, so that might be, and then I'm like working on this mom stuff, mm-hmm. which is, um, uh, you know, it, it's still, it, it starts really hard and then it ends, you know, hard. And there's no like, <laughs> there's no exploding and laughter of, right. okay, that thing's done. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so that one's like, all right, I need, I'm like, all right, I need, I think I said this last week, I need a finishing joke on that chunk. So, uh, I do them at the, at the improv, I do the kid stuff first and the mom stuff. And then two comics. Yeah. Baron Vaughn comes up to me right after mm-hmm. and he suggests that I can close the, the, the joke that ends softly, the mom stuff. Yeah. If I call back, something from the Mexican thing. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, that's a perfect callback if you do that. And I went, oh my God. Thank you, Baron Vaughn. And then like two minutes later, Mike Glazer, another Mm -hmm. comic, comes up, says the exact same thing. Oh, wow. Independently. So it can be, they saw it because they had a bird's eye view. Yes. Yes, exactly. But that, yeah, so I've only tried it once and the the club I tried it at, or the the venue was half comic. So I always feel self-conscious Doing material in front of comics and also a trick, which is a callback, is a trick. It's like a magic trick, okay? And I'd rather do that in front of dumb audience members (laughs) instead of comics. Or just regular – I mean, it doesn't count until you do it in front of a regular crowd. Totally. Right. But um, but that doesn't mean it's not real or it doesn't work. You know, I was sitting with um, uh, Baron Vaughn and – not Baron Vaughn, uh, Greg Barrett Uh and Martha Kelly. And I was explaining to them this bit that I explained on this show Mm -hmm. by – Sean Mason, S-I-A-N, woman uh, that I worked with at a, 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 a comic book store in Santa Monica. Isn't that the name of the reviewer from the Austin Chronicle? No. No, that okay. was somebody else. Right. Uh, Sean, I think it's Mason, whatever. She had this um, – remember I told you about it. This woman had an amazing bit about being roofied and raped. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was an amazing, hilarious bit that was super dark. Yeah. But – so I'm telling Barrett and uh, Martha Kelly and they're laughing so yeah. much. And then – Later, I was telling, like, I, I think I was telling it again. I only have a little bit of conversation, then it all <laughs> falls apart, and I start doing material with people. Other, other people's shit. Other, but uh, by name, by name. I'm like, do you see that? Hear that thing Solomon Giorgio's working you on? You know what? Jay Leno and, and Kathleen Madigan are going to sue you. <laughs> right, but I'm not, but I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not making any money. I know, no. And so, but the, um, the crazy thing is, is I was telling comedy fans yeah. that same bit, and they were more judgmental. They were more judgmental than than, than the comics I told that bit about. They they were like, oh, I see, I see what she did. 
What? Yeah, it was weird. Oh, God. I was it's like, the end. If they fucking figure it out, it's the end of the boom. Oh, it, no. I, but it was really distracting. I was like, Ugh. no, no, that's, a, that's an amazingly written joke from a really real place. You don't think that's hilarious? They're like, no, it's funny. And I'm like, sons of bitches, I'm, you're killing me. you got to be able to know the difference between a joke written about a getting drunk at a bar and a joke written about being roofied and <laughs> raped. you yeah. got to know that the degree of difficulty is 10 times higher the on the fucking difficulty. rape joke. Yeah, the, Jesus Christ, they're right. not equal jokes. No, no, ex- that's it exactly. Ugh. She's running through goddamn barbed wire. Oh, my God, And making yes. people laugh. So I just wanted, Fuck. yeah. But uh, my new material... I I said this and then I realized how ridiculous it was because I yeah. was like, I don't have any new jokes. I don't have any new jokes. Yeah. I'm so sick of my material. Yeah. Well, that tantric bit is probably three months old. Right. And just because I think it works now. Yeah. It's almost I think it's almost done. I know. And now I'm like, well, and now, now you're done what? With it. Right. So yeah. and everything else I've got is kind of depressing. Yeah. Like the middle aged lady thing and the food joke. And I'm like, because none of neither of those two have any closing bit. They don't they don't have yeah. any buttons on them. And and I want I want them to be end stronger because they're so you weird. want them to be what? And stronger? And stronger. Oh, and stronger. Okay. Yeah, I thought like, you were doing some German word. And stronger? <laughs> I don't What's think that? you understand, uh, but what I like Shaden to do is Trodden? talk about Nietzsche <laughs> when, when my comedy comes up. But there's, I mean, there's nothing to be done. Shall you know, I mean, it. I just have to. Yeah. I mean, I I just, I what I need to do is I, I clearly need a writing exercise <laughs> well, to get no, me to write. Well, that's a natural that's a natural thing. I right. think is is the disappointment after the disappointment you nail after you, you got something, you nailed it, and you're like, what's next? I right. don't have anything. And, and Maria you're told- bored with the other shit you're trying to trying to amp up. Right. You know? and so, but here's I did get some hope out of the end of it because yesterday I was talking to Bamford and she's doing a new album. Yeah. In May. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's been two and a half years since I did an album. Right. Because uh, I recorded it in Christmas of whatever. So it'll be three years this December that my album was recorded. Yeah. And three years, I've got another 45 of material. Yeah. If I sit down and here's what I, here's my, my trick though. My recent trick that I've done is I've been hiring uh, kids to transcribe my albums. So I have a transcript of all my albums and yeah. my half hour special. So I know all the material I've done. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know what, what I did with uh, my dead dad special Yeah, is I, I treated it like, um, kind of like how you do like a TV room in a way where I put each joke on a card and index card and okay. I put the, I had, I just had my own wall that I dedicated to it. Okay. And I would, I started the wall with, all right, I'm starting with this chunk. And then, so the, the pink cards, like so much work. It is, but you can see your, if you see, you just name each joke, you have a joke. Yeah. It's just the yeah. way you write your set list out, yeah. put it up on the wall. Each, each topic um, has its own color index cards, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. But you can see yeah. the flow of it, you yeah. know? And I mean, um, then you can move things around. You can move things around and you can kind of go, you can kind of maybe see, give yourself, as you said, the bird's eye view of, give yourself that of your act. Right. And go, well, does this tie into this or do, is there any way I can call back any of this shit, you right. know, later on? Um, that's just a way to, and then, you have it on your wall. Kyle, yeah. are we okay? Okay. You have it on your wall and just, you can look at it when you're hanging around the house. You know, you can just kind of, <laughs> I mean, it will wow. haunt you. You want it to it haunt you until you're done. You. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. it's a good way to, you know, to yeah. kind of see it. It's a pain in the ass to put it up, but then yeah. you start moving things around and shifting them around and you'll have a million tack 
tech holes in your wall, but uh, <laughs> but it's a good way to see what your hour looks like okay. or your 45 minutes or something. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, because you never did a half hour, right, with no. Comedy Central? No. And oh, please bring that up. Please bring Thank that you. up. And you're not angry about that at all. Uh, I'm fine. It's, uh, and you're fine. I and sent- I did mine 13 years ago, and I only got it because Naomi um, Steinberg, Steinberg uh, liked me, um, and she gave it to me. Like, I feel like she gave it to me in the teeth of Comedy Central. Against their will. Against their will because I didn't have representation. I didn't, in 2003, she had called me in 2002 and asked me if I wanted to do it, if I could do it. And I was like, no, I'm doing my hair that week. And she was like, well, we actually were looking for a woman of color. Um, so, but so if we find that person, we, you, we won't give it to you, but I swear to God, we'll do it next year with you. And I was you like, you are half Armenian. Uh, Have I, I said that joke before? No, but everyone, I, so is Cher. Remember half breed? Anyway, that's what she was talking about. Yes. No, she wasn't. And she was talking, but the, uh, but the crazy thing is, is when she said, well, we're looking for a person of color. I just started naming all the black women comics. I knew I was like, have you talked to Aisha Tyler? And she's like. Jackie, stop suggesting stop other giving people. away your gig. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Well, I was like, well, she's not going to book me anyway. Well, uh, what about yeah. she should pick people that I like? Yeah. And she was like, and Aisha Tyler doesn't need your help. You're good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the girl on 24. Yeah, we're aware of her. Yeah. 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 And she said she can't do it. She's too busy. And but what? Uh, oh, and then I think I've told this story before, which is when Naomi said and when when we book this, nobody if you get representation after we book this, they don't get the money for this you you got this by yourself and i said wouldn't that be a great way gangster i love her so gangster i was like well wouldn't that be a good way to get representation she said not a dime jackie if they want money have them call me i'll help (sighs) you and i was like you're the best human on the planet you know it's like and of course she doesn't work for comedy central no you're a comic who doesn't have representation and you have to do everything and then 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 maybe someone's interested i didn't get a manager which i don't even have now until after I got my own writing job. <laughs> right. Then and they're I, like, can I have 10% of yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, or you're a comic who has people booking you 12 weeks a year. If there's right. no in between. You either have to do everything yourself and then someone wants 10% of it. Yeah. Or you're scooped up early. Oh, right. why wasn't I one of the other ones? <laughs> but here's I, the I'm not mad at the injustice. I'm mad I'm on the other side. Why am I? Oh. But here's the crazy thing. Yes. So she, she's like, they're not doing enough for me. The 12-week lady, right? Yeah. And you're like, well, then you still have to do it all yourself. Just yeah. do it all yourself. And then, you and then they're going to want 10%. The lesson is you have to do it all yourself all the, the time. The lesson is you always have to do it all yourself. Well, uh, you know, um, what I wanted to say about that callback I was talking about with yeah. the Baron Vaughn and Mike Laser both suggested to me. The only yeah, yeah. problem, is like, I, I, like, I wanted to come in and say, oh, it works and now I have yeah. this problem. I don't know if I have this I don't know if it works consistently. I'll probably know oh, by the end of next week. Yeah, you'll know. But... It's two. It's one bit calling back a different chunk that's completely separated, and now they are married for all time. <laughs> right? Yes, they like, are. Like I need that. Actually, I need that well, mom chunk to to wait. end on its own strong laugh, and then if I want frosting on the cake, I can do the callback. Right. Well, and they don't have to be back to back, though, right? I don't think they have to be back to back, but they. Because, but they. But, but they if I want to do do it on a TV spot, they have to be together. Yes. And now that then that, that means I would have to condense them both a yeah. lot. But you know, or whatever. It's just it's a good problem to have. But it is a good problem. Uh, to it have. is troublesome. And then if you you know you you if you put out an album, then that callback's not going to make sense if like Sirius or whatever only plays the dead mom. <laughs> the you first know what I mean? Part. It's like well. It'll still be funny. It just won't end as strong as you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but you know, what was interesting was when I was in New York, uh, I was at the stand and Adrian Appalucci. Do you know Adrian? She's really no. funny. That's Super awesome. dark. I love it. Just <laughs> dark, 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 dark. Um, but she, she has a miscarriage bit and I was like, oh, right. oh cause I'm not going to do mine. And when in the history of comedy has this ever been a problem? <laughs> Never. Never. Ne- I mean, that's the crazy. And hers is funny, too. It's a different take. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the same, like, uh, you know, relief. But it's too, it's almost. But it's different. I don't want to say you couldn't yeah. do it, but there's no, part could. of me that thinks it's it would be hard. It, Again, you know, the barbed wire, because. Here's the thing, like. It's not like two two airline comics in, the, in a row. Right. It's you, you do, you do go, well, there's women in the audience who have had a miscarriage and aren't relieved. And right. so they hear the word and you it, And now they're already so, sad. So it's yeah, you go well is my joke strong enough to get over what that I'm going to sacrifice is that some someone's going to fold up a little bit. Yeah. You know. You're going to lose a little goodwill. Yeah. So here's what I did with my joke um to make it easier to swallow. Yes. Is I up <laughs> the age of when I had the miscarriage. Oh, okay. Cuz I say I was 46 because mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, I can tell you with certainty, 99.9% of women would not want to have a baby they conceived at age 46. Okay. Because you, do you agree with me? Um, I had a miscarriage at 45 and I really wanted that kid. You did? But I didn't want the kid until I was pregnant. And then I was like, I really wanted the kid. And then I got the, pre- but it was, it was a regular kind of miscarriage. It was, you know, it was a textbook miscarriage. Yeah. It was before the three months. Yeah. When a lot of people have them. Yeah. So it's, it's not uncommon. Guys, if you're out there having miscarriages, a lot of people have yeah. miscarriages before yeah. the three months. Well, I, I, my, I decided to. Would you up the age? Yeah. Because I, that is more palatable. The fewer, there aren't going to, like. If, if I got pregnant now, I'm 50. I would want to have an abortion. You would run yeah. until the baby fell out of your <laughs> vagina. That's how you would go. You would do, do it. A 85 mile run through the desert. Remember Pat Oswalt used to do, there was some woman had a baby at 50 and he was yeah. like, uh, it was a horrible image of, of just some gray pubes and a baby coming out of it. And you're like, Patton, you're, you're really, you're creeping me out. <laughs> and it was like 10 years ago, but it you was. Know, just to go off the topic and I'll get right back to it is, you remember Elizabeth Edwards, John Edwards' wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after their, their son died in a car accident. Yeah. And um, so she. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was because you brought well, it up. You know why? You it's it. not funny now. <laughs> that's why. And you're laughing at it because you're a horrible person. All right. Let's the just establish continues, a baseline <laughs> that, that you think it's okay if somebody rapes a dog. You're like, any story that doesn't involve raping a dog is okay. You don't think okay that that you. dog uh, was consensual? No, you know no. I realized right. when I said fucking a dog, I'm like, it's dogs never get consent, <laughs> give consent. So that was rape. You think, you think that uh, my this woman I knew was a sexual predator against a dog? Is what uh, you're yes, saying? yes, right. yes. <laughs> I think you're. I but think I did pause for a second because it was agree. a woman. I'm like, wait, could she women? would agree? Yeah, I guess she so. would agree. All right, so so uh, so Elizabeth Edwards um, took uh, had hormone treatments so she could have. More kids when oh, she wow. was uh, late forties, early fifties. Oof! So she had two more kids, but there, there's there there's just no science to this. Okay. But then she then got breast cancer and died, and and oh, possibly so... the hormone treatments may have contributed. Do you think that Jesus hated know. her and gave it to her? Maybe Jesus hated her for doing it. It's just as likely. Where do you hit the what, edit button? What are right? we at? What are Kyle, we at? You're what not. Are, what we're are we not at? keeping. I that think in. we're at an hour, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So, so uh, 
<laughs> I like how you just decide to go all in on asshole. <laughs> well, you've been labeled. If, there's no, there's no I guess point I'm in stopping. Now. Why? Why I try to defend myself? I guess my actions will speak louder so, than clearly my words, okay. which are terrible. But in my opinion, okay. So if I'm saying on stage, I'm saying I'm glad I had a miscarriage right. because honestly, I was going to abort that baby. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was my son's sibling. Right. You know, if I that's I had an appointment. Okay. <laughs> so to me, the abortion. Jesus. I mean, the yeah. You are not the hero of the story. No, Go ahead. The uh, miscarriage was like God going. Oh, you were you were that. right. Let me get that for you. Yes. <laughs> but that it's kind of steps on uh, Adrian Appalucci, even okay. though I, I've had that joke. But I, to me, that wasn't the meat of my joke. Right. So mine's a di- mine goes in a different way. But but I was relieved. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, plus, I, you know, as a as an ex Catholic, I didn't need even a shred of guilt about this, you know. <laughs> right. But I was like forty two or something. Okay. You know, yeah. and it was the the father was, you know, the father of my son. So yeah. So would have been. Uh, so I, pardon me, would have been happy to get that fucking baby uh, and <laughs> abort it. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I win. I, Jackie Cation, am the nice person on this episode. Thank you, thank you. I'll take I'll, I'll take my kudos off the air, you guys. <laughs> but I do recognize that there are plenty of women in the audience at forty two yes. who would be fucking happy to have Over that the baby. moon. Over the moon. So I so So change it. Yeah. So this is you know, in in when you're a comic, you're a writer and you're th- like, I want a joke to work. I don't, I don't want to, I'm not dropping Damn truth straight. bombs all day long. <laughs> right? I want fucking laughs off a joke. So yeah. if I'm writing a joke about my true miscarriage, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to figure out a way that this is going to get the best laugh possible. Okay. Right. So it's right. starting in a place of truth and goes to a place of emotional truth, which right. is, I didn't want this baby. Yeah. Which you is, know? it doesn't mean, and yeah, I was happy that emotional it, truth, that I think, trumps truth every time. Itself. Every time. Yes. Yeah. So. I wrote a joke. It was actually because I, I was missing my stepmother the other day, and I actually wrote a Tumblr blog about it because I was thinking, and I was telling my sister this yesterday, and my sister goes, it's like she never died. That you really nailed her. You really summed up Nancy Cation. <laughs> and uh, because the joke is this: is that I I had a like sort of a daydream. You know when you daydream about talking to people that are not with us anymore. Yes. And so I was straight daydreaming, calling up Nancy Cation, mm-hmm. my stepmother of many thousands of years, and saying, "Hey, you know, um, you remember you met Maria at my wedding. You you like Maria. You know, I'm opening for her a lot, and she's you know becoming really more popular and really famous and everything. And and uh, and then Nancy Cation watching Maria Bamford do stand up comedy, and then. Nancy Nancy say, so when you go on the road with her, you're like her service animal? Because that is a joke that Nancy Cation would have made. Mean, hilarious. Hard to believe you're not blood related to this woman. Impossible to believe that I'm not blood related to that woman, but really for the best because the rest of her family is out of their mind. Anyway, so, uh, but she... um, uh, but uh, I, I would have, I would have laughed. We both would have laughed at that, and then I would have felt slightly insecure about that joke. Yeah, and then I would have told my sister about it, and then Darla would have said, "Nancy is such an asshole." So I told my sister about it yesterday, and I said, "That's does that sound like something that's real?" And she said. Yeah, Nancy was an asshole, and uh, it's like she never died. So well played. <laughs> and but that's, I mean, that's the truth, emotional yes. truth of that joke. Yeah, is is feels better to me than something because she never said that. Nobody's yeah. ever said that. Yeah, that is a little story made up in my little brain box. Yeah, that it's called writing, motherfuckers. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> We're writers, okay? We're writers who perform the shit that we write. Yes, yes. Okay. And so that, that, most mine's caricatures, but it's all yeah true. 
Yeah, I mean, that's tweaking. You go, all right, yeah, maybe you probably start out with exact truth on a joke, maybe, if you think it's funny. And then you go, oh, that didn't work. All right. <laughs> well, how, do I, Lori, how do I fucking sand this thing down a little bit? You know, it's yep. got some pointy edges, got splinters. Let's let's make it work, you know? Right. Um, hey, did you, you, you sent me that link what to link? the Will Ferrell thing? Oh yeah, that was. Wait, was that? let me just go off. Let oh me, yeah, you okay. finish that. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm doing on cabaret on Sunday. Right. It just reminds me of this. Is that I'm oh that it it causes me anxiety. Oh, because it's this this it's well, supposed to be this artistic yes. moment. And 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 I always feel like when someone says you want to do a storytelling show, they're saying, "Do you want to bomb for 15 minutes?" <laughs> Please respond yes. Because I don't tell stories. You right. know, I I I. You write jokes. Yeah. If I. And when I hear it, when I listen to the moth, I'm like, edit, hurry up. <laughs> like, I can't take it. Line veto, line veto. Yes, go, yes. come on. Like, um, so it, it and, and I, I'm like, oh, do I, do I sneak in a joke, but tell a bad version of it? So it sounds like a story. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. That is the greatest explanation so of Uncabaret ever. Words. <laughs> <laughs> But if you do but something I, brand I, new, that's how a joke starts, though, is that you've I, added words that yes. you, you will eventually edit out. OK, so, but there's an audience there and I'm and I feel an obligation to entertain them. And I literally I honestly really don't to... believe how they can be entertained by me meandering around. Yes, because that's what they came for. They know they, they, they're signed up for it. It's like set list. I don't believe that. Well, I think I, I, <laughs> how can that be? February may not be for you, but uh, but I, I'm doing it. I've doing done it, it before, yeah, but I, I tell you before well. I've snuck in jokes. That's why I've done well. I don't think she doesn't want you to sneak in jokes. I think she wants you to Beth Lapidus. Yes. Wants you to sneak in jokes. Uh, my favorite. Uh, uh, well, whatever. But um, the. But, I, but I the, think, good, the good thing is, is that I think she just wants you to do super new jokes so that there's story attached to it. I'm glad we're speculating about it instead of asking her directly. That's to <laughs> hey, me Beth, on a podcast. That's what yeah, a podcast you is call for. Lori and tell <laughs> no, her what you're really looking for. It's just yeah, it, 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 yes, I'll do some kind of hybrid and maybe I'll just do an, some extra mom stuff that, you know, and isn't working and see if I can <laughs> And see if you can find something. Sometimes shit comes together on that's stage. It. That's how I, that's how I write. That's not exactly how I write. I yeah. I write more. You write more on more the paper. in the regret afterwards. <laughs> like, oh fuck, why didn't I say this? My I that's do a lot of regretful you joke do, writing. Really, that's hilarious because yes. I I write. I just I do the bit over and over again until the punchline comes to me. Sadly, <laughs> really? that is. Well, how many tries do you give yourself before you give up on it's a very joke? Very lazy. Oh, I did that joke for three years. That one joke about Bosnia. The war was over. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> but the weird. Uh, You're still working on your Soviet Union show. <laughs> oh my God! I got this East German judge thing that's gonna kill. I will say this about Uncabaret is that she tagged me in that tweet at you. Yeah, and I was like. Oh, do I get to? I don't have a set tomorrow night. So I was like, oh, am I going up too? I'd love a set. Want to split a set with me? Yeah. Uh, that um, I one time I did just show up and yeah. I got to work in. Nice. It's always nice when Andy Dick is booked because half the time he doesn't show up. And show you, up. And I could just he show up. He's on the show. Is he on the show? Yeah, he's on the show with me. Oh, that's awesome. Show up. And then we'll tell you next week if, if it happened because yeah. this will come out day after. And uh, that's hilarious. Cool. Um, that Will Ferrell thing. Do you want to talk about that or no? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Do we have time? I think we're Wait, at an hour. Do we have our... an hour, but you guys can go along if you want. Okay. Yeah, just... Well, no, it, it was... Um, he was supposed to do something that was described described as an Alzheimer's comedy, which I'm on board. Oh, oh my God, that has your name it. all over it's it. It's awful, and I love it. And then the premise was that that it was about Ronald Reagan. Second term kicks in, and somebody is is convincing Ronald Reagan that he's playing the part of president because so he dark. has so dark. Yes. And I guess Patty Davis's daughter, who is Michael a Democrat, Reagan. yeah, yeah. I mean, every the understandably, if that was my dad, <laughs> I would be like, "Excuse me, at least wait till we're dead, right? Give it a right, you know. Let's go a couple of generations, and, but and also then do it. it makes you appreciate the restraint of the Kennedy family, who <laughs> got they've been subjected to endless shit That's about true. all of about John, Robert, and Teddy, and they almost never say anything; they just carry on with their money. But <laughs> you but, are right. Yeah, it really. Yeah. But but, you know, it's it, like if you if you didn't name the character Ronald Reagan, you, like you could do it all and people could say <laughs> well, too late is now. This based on Ronald Reagan. Yeah. You know, it, it might be a little too on the nose because he just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's I been mean, the last it, 10 it years. sounded like a really funny idea, though. Did you ever see? You might want to show this. And who to your knows? Son. It could have been true. What? Uh, the uh, Casa del de mi Padre. No. Did you huh? watch? See that? It was almost Blazing Saddles. Oh, really? Yeah. It's the one with Will Ferrell where it's, it was, oh. and it was about the way we treat Mexicans. Oh. And it was essentially, it was, it was so close. I bought it. Yeah. Because I laughed so hard. It was my, it's my favorite Will Ferrell movie, quite mm-hmm. honestly. And uh, I don't have many. So that's, uh, <laughs> and no offense, Will Ferrell, but. Uh, we should do. You I, know I'm I, sure he's devastated. You know what I always wanted to do? And I keep, I never remember this here, is like we should invite a bunch of female comics over to my house or to your house or yeah. one of our houses. And you we have should, a pool. We should Let's watch, go to your house. Yes. We should watch a movie that that we never watch you know okay. like that because there's only guys in it or like oh, okay. I, I, I am tragically undereducated about monthly python because me too maybe because it's british or it's all do as soon as i see men in it a was- dress i'm like changing the channel <laughs> and even though they're geniuses like yeah. maybe how about little britain i haven't seen it okay yeah it's but, but maybe it's very we should, very funny maybe there's a lot of us that have that resistance yeah you, you know how there's always it's always assumed in comedy oh well you must like this because you're a comedian right no you're talking to male comedians because or you're talking can... or, or or i just missed the boat there's I, there are yeah. so many things i didn't see yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah and... because i was on the road and there's and there's no internet there's no cloud at the time i mean right. i've seen like three episodes of friends because i was on the road when friends was on i wasn't oh, those... home on must see tv thursday so i missed it i saw them all in syndication and they were were my friends <laughs> super sad super this, sad you guys but uh, is a, i would get a tragic <laughs> ending to a horrible podcast i uh, i would actually go out to a, a coffee with my friend anna becker and i i would tell her what happened on friends and she said first of all that episode's three years old jackie and i've seen it <laughs> can i Second tell you anna all, becker is the most minnesota name i've ever heard in my life and yet she's from florida interesting and she was in a sorority i have no idea why we are friends um so uh no offense to floridians <laughs> and people in sororities but uh, anna becker is great but uh she uh <laughs> but she was like that the, you treat them like she was the one who came up with you treat them like they're your friends you know you have actual friends right in front of you me and, <laughs> and i was like yeah but did you just you remember see that what phoebe did the other day but isn't so. witty repartee so much more alluring than, <laughs> than clunky friendship clunky friendship yes. where we're just plowing along and yes. you're just like oh did Someone's... you have that problem with your credit card i'm so sorry <laughs> uh, 
anyway, right. So super we're fun. Yeah, we're over an hour. We're, so yeah. So where are you? Are you doing? Sets well, yeah. This if week? you guys are listening, I'm at I'm headlining at Flappers oh, on right. Friday and Saturday, and it's like real headlining. You know, it's like two shows, full two full forty five. Friday and Saturday. I think Carol Leifer is doing some spots in front of me. She's amazing. Oh, that's cool. Um, God, and Tony Kameen is. Oh, dude. Tony Kameen is so funny. I've known him since I started in San Francisco. He's one of my favorite people. Oh, he's, that's... He's also in the show. I'm so sad that I'm not going to be here for that. Yes. Flaps. Yes. And at AnyLaurie16. Yes. Is your Twitter. Yes. And then I'm at Jackie Cation, and I'm doing uh, Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. Oh, cool. The Vermont Comedy Club. Sanders Sanders territory. That's I will. Uh, I will be sad for their loss. Uh, <laughs> so I will. I will. I'm very supportive. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Now leaving Nerdist.com.